Kansas City's talk show for throttle junkies, motorheads, and anyone who loves rocking the driver's seat. From barn fresh to concourse ready, Road Muscle Radio parks the latest news, the greatest views, and the biggest names in rolling thunder right in your ears. Your host is a freelance automotive journalist, auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine and American Car Collector Magazine, writer and editor of ReadTheDriven.com, and owner of a sweet 1960 Corvette and a smoking 61 Impala, Road Muscle Radio's Brett Hatfield. All right, we're here with Road Muscle Radio. Hello, this is Mark Catfish Groves. I am a 35-year veteran of doing radio stuff. Uh, if you need uh, cheese for your ears, I'm the guy. Plus, my first vehicle ever was a 1955 Plymouth, and as God is my witness, someday I'll reown that huge behemoth baby cake of mine. Along here is the man who knows everything that is anything, Brett Hatfield. I, I know a little bit of anything and a little bit of everything. but I've seen your cars. You know quite a bit, dude. I've looked under your hood. Don't tell the other boys, uh, but I have. And it's, oh, my God, it's amazing. That 61 Chevy of yours. I mean, you you do you cover auctions and stuff? What is I mean, uh, what is all the stuff you do, you magnate? I'm, I'm an auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine and American Car Collector Magazine. Uh, I have a website called The Driven. You can find that at www.readthedriven.com. Good reading, by the way. And uh, also write for The Gents Place. You can find that at thegentsplace.com or thegentsblog.com. And that's why your hair is so pretty, isn't it? Yeah, every day. Gents Place. Every day. Boom. They take care of me. Um, Mark, what's new in your world? What's uh, going on? You know, I. Uh, uh, it's sad to say, as, as my catfish name, uh, I've been going through <laughs> – Craigslist, like like oh, a no. baby. I am I. Yeah, I do that. And there's a thing called Search Tempest. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No. But SearchTempest.com is basically all Craigslist. It goes through and it finds all the stuff where you can oh, set it like okay. a, uh, across the nation or within 300 miles or whatever you want of where you do it. And it just goes through all of them. And I set up for cars and then I drool a lot. I mean, it's like I'm a I'm an idiot. Well, I know what you're looking at. Oh, yeah. I know your automotive taste or lack thereof. <laughs> I said it 1960 to 1974. And then I start with Chrysler. I start oh, with Plymouth. It's just nothing. I, I know. Mopar. And then I hit the DeSotos and this and that. And then I go to Mercury. Because even a mid-60s Mercury is like, it, it's heaven on wheels, man. So everything you look at should come with a set of oars and an anchor. <laughs> That's about right. I start turning three minutes before I need to get to the turn. Whatever it is I want to drive. Well, look at what you look at. I mean, you, These beautiful little Porsches. And, uh, uh, I've got a Porsche hitch I haven't been able to scratch yet. Uh, lots of Corvettes, lots of Impalas, so I can't really knock you too bad on the uh, boat-like car. Oh, well, you know, that's the difference between, what, 16 feet and 19 feet? I've been looking at some Imperial four-doors, more doors, and I'm like, oh, sweet mother of God. That's well, my entire driveway. Well, it's it's the difference between a, uh, a Suburban and oh, yeah. a one-ton crew cab with a hitch that sticks <laughs> off at a foot and a half. I figure at that curb weight, I'm getting two cars for the price of one, so, you know. <laughs> Man, I hope you got a big garage. Well, let's figure out what's been going on lately in the news. Get your brain in gear for what's going on. Time for What's News on Road Muscle Radio. All right, Brett, fill us in. What's been going on? Uh, news for me. I am fresh back from the West Coast, a California trip out oh. there just a couple weeks ago. Uh, hit the Russo and Steel auction at oh, Newport dude. Beach. Yeah, very, very pretty. Just gorgeous, everything. You know, when you get off the uh, the highways outside of L.A. Uh-huh. and drive into Newport Beach, it's a little like coming through the tunnel in Roger Rabbit into Toontown. <laughs> Everything's really bright and colorful and pretty. Uh, and we were out 
out there. I was covering that for the magazines, and I uh, have to give a big thank you to Drew Alcazar. He just couldn't have been better to us. Drew nice. is a sweetheart of a guy. What a hardworking guy, too. You, Drew does stuff you don't see any other auction owner do. You won't see Craig Jackson of Barrett Jackson pulling cars in and out of the tent and moving stuff around. <laughs> kind on. of a hands-on guy. He wants yeah, to be right really in, the, in there with the gears. He really is. And he's just he's a hardworking guy. He's a sweetheart of a guy, and I can't say enough nice about him. So, Drew, thank you for your hospitality. We really appreciate it. Okay, for that uh, for that you that you went to, tell me what was your what was the first and what was the worst. What was the best car you thought? And what was the uh, the one that you were like, wow, really? Okay, uh, best. And you don't have to mention owners. No, no, no. Best car for wow, cool. I never, I yeah. don't see very many of those. Um, they had a 1967 Ferrari 330 GTC. Oh my uh, god! Rosso Corsa red, black leather interior, really, really fantastic uh, restoration. Uh, gorgeous car. Uh, personal favorite, uh, you know, my default position is always Corvettes. So Nassau Blue 67 ragtop four-speed car with side pipes, really pretty. Yeah, that's all right. The worst, oh, man. There was You're some... going to tell me it was at Mopar. Didn't you send me a picture of a white Newport? Oh, it, it, wasn't, from, it wasn't from that auction, oh, man. You were no, slowing. No, no, no. 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 That, that, that was something I saw that I, I'm pretty sure got towed away a couple minutes later. Yeah, you're killing me. Uh, there was some cool stuff there. Other things, San Marino Motor Classic, very, very cool uh, show. Wound up being a lot bigger than what I thought it was going to be. Nice. They had uh, 10 Paul Newman race cars there. And uh, also lots of rare Ferraris, rare Lamborghinis, uh, lots of pre-war American stuff, European Dude, stuff. Dude, that was right in your wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> wish we would have had more time there. And uh, probably the highlight of the trip was getting to be interviewed by Matt Farah on the Smoking Tire podcast. You were on the, the Smoking Tire? That, that was oh a lot God. of fun. That was a lot of fun. That's huge. And Matt, again, very gracious host, lots of fun, good time. And, you know, I was wondering how we were going to fill an hour and a half just picking over auction stuff. And it flew by. I think we could have done three times that much time. So nice. Very nice trip. Anything new for you in the car world? What are you looking at? What are you finding? Well, I, uh, honestly, I, f I found, um, a 1965, uh, Merc, uh, and it was a uh, park lane won the breezeway. Okay. But I was, Oh my God, it was looking great. It's up in Iowa. Right. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Three and a half hours. And I get my baby. I I'm in it. And it has 60,000 miles. Oh, and, no. and I'm talking to the dude and really nice guy. Does this grandma drove it to church on Sunday? Exactly. You know, it smells like white shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and candy, old hard candy, uh -huh. but uh, it probably got lint on it, st stuck on it yes! from the bottom of the purse. <laughs> but I, uh, when, when I was chatting with him, he did mention the one thing and you know, it's funny that you ask cause I did want your opinion. He talked about white smoke coming out. He said it does kind of look white smoke. And I, I went uh, online to look it up because you know, I'm not a rancher. You know, I told you, Paul, I'm not a rancher. I'm a fighter or I'm a look. I'm a it's all good. But, um, I looked at it, I talked to him, and when I looked it up, isn't that kind of a bad thing when you've got a pretty a good amount of white thing. smoke coming out? Uh, pull the dipstick and make sure it doesn't look like a chocolate milkshake. If it does, that's <laughs> one you you run away from. Because like the uh, the gas gets blown out, or you might have yeah. a crack in the uh, cylinder wall, and that's liquid. E either way, that yeah. means you're getting coolant in there, and it's sloshing around with your oh. oil, and your oil's no longer doing the job, and... You know, you know, pretty soon you'll have a piston turn sideways on a cylinder. And every time I swipe right on, on you know, uh, Craigslist, it just breaks my heart. That's what it's all about. <laughs> well, it's, you're, you're picking the wrong automotive Tinder date. 
Now, you did find a cool news thing. Let's hit this up right before we go to break. That oh, oh, was oh about, this, uh, uh, and this is all about you, Mr. Mopar. I'll bring this on. Uh, it, according to the uh, website ClassicCars.com, the most commonly searched for classic car right now yeah. is the 1969 Dodge Charger. Oh, my God. And that's a boat of its own, but a powerful one. It's not the most commonly purchased or insured car, but it is the one that's most searched for. And lots of people love those, but, uh, you know, there's hardly any of them around, and I blame the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> you know, they bet more things. I, anytime I watch that show on YouTube, sometimes I'll click in it because I'm, you know, I'm just fooling around looking at vehicles. But then I see them bend one of those. Watching Streets of San oh, yeah. Francisco just makes me cry. It does. You know, and back then it was okay. The cars were 10 years old, smash them and crash them. Nobody realized that's what they were going to be, but they probably single-handedly destroyed more than half of what was available and drove the price up on the other half. So good luck finding one you can afford. Well, there you go. Bring your mortgage banker. (laughs) That's what's news with you. We'll be back with more in just a minute on Road Muscle Radio. We are back with Road Muscle Radio. I'm Catfish Groves. We've got Brett Hatfield with us. And, Brett, we've got a very special guest on the line. Uh, Ward Morgan is a guy who was friends with a a friend of mine. Friend of a friend. And I was introduced to him at a car show. And it turns out Ward's buying everything cool under the sun. And... We kind of got to be friends uh, over the course of a few car auctions and uh, possibly a couple of adult beverages. <laughs> and They go hand in hand. <laughs> and come to find out, Ward's got the coolest car collection there is. Really? Yeah, he's no, got... What is a guy like Ward doing with a car collection like that? Well, ask Ward. He's on the line. Uh, <laughs> Ward, how are you doing, dude? It's been a little while. Uh, good, good. Thanks for having me on. Uh, fantastic. Hey, um... So, what prompted you to start collecting cars? Uh, I kind of accidentally got into it. Uh, I decided maybe, you know, you see so many cool cars out there, and I got to the point in my life where I could actually afford one. And then, you know, you're like, well, maybe I could afford two, and then I need to get some space to put them in. And then the space got bigger, and then, well, now I got room for more cars. And it's a vicious cycle, and all of a sudden, I was like, you know, I need to, I need to, uh, displayed these cars, and so it got even even bigger. So now I've got a fifty four thousand square foot grocery store that Holy that I'm remodeling to to fit them in. Now wait, you're making a museum for your car collection. Yeah, I've uh, I thought you know if I just locked these cars up and went out and looked at them or showed a few friends, I, you know, it'd be all right. But really, it'd be nice if other people got a chance to to. And look at them and enjoy them. So, so I decided a museum would, would be pretty cool. So that's that's what I'm going to do, yeah. So where's this uh, awesome museum going to be at, Ward? Well, I'm, I live in Manhattan, Kansas, uh, two hours uh, west of Kansas City. And, and so I'm going to put it here in, in Manhattan, Kansas. So I'm sure everybody who's listening right now, especially all the guys, are thinking, how in the world do I convince my wife to let me have an auto museum? <laughs> How'd you do it, Ward? What's the secret? How'd you get her to go with that? We, we got to know. Is it furs, diamonds, what? 
Oh, uh, you know, I've just worn her down over the years. With <laughs> Tenacity. She just says, all right, let's talk about it. You're like water. You just wear them down until there's nothing. Well done. Not, not a, a plain word. Not, not a sharp edge on her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it took many years, but uh, yep, it, it, we got there finally. We love you, Mrs. Morgan. We love you. <laughs> so where did this start? Where did this uh where did the obsession with having collector cars and eventually a collector car museum come from? Yeah, what was that trigger car? Well, uh, you know, you, you, I can't necessarily point to anything. I uh, have a 2016 uh, Z06, and I, I was thinking I, maybe I'll get a, a newer Corvette. Mark's looking I'll at me kind of cross-eyed. Or, or something, but I was like, well, I don't want to give up my Corvette because I really like that. Yeah, and me too. Uh, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to have both. And so, and then, you know, once I gave myself permission to have multiple cars, it just went south from there. Because I was like, well, if I can have one extra car, I can have two extra cars. And then, <laughs> well, I can have two, I might as well have five. And it just went south. It, it sounds a little, well... First of all, the catfish here has given me a kind of a cross-eyed look when you said uh, 2016 Corvette, 650 horse, 650 pound-feet of torque. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, it'll really, really hustle. That, that's the year, or one of the years within the, this brand newer body style where yeah, they're just like, yeah. oh my God. It, it's it's like, it reminds me of Corvettes from back in the uh, uh, early 70s, very late 60s, early 70s, except, you know, turned in, into like jets. Yeah. You know, they, they've got curves to them, but they're sharper and leaner curves than the, you know, the big, bold, sexy curves. Of it's, the, uh, it's the seventh gen body style. Uh, you know, the seventh gen saw the return of the Stingray and then the Z06 is their performance version. And uh, now there's a ZR1. And as I understand it, Ward's looking for one of those too. ZR1 755 horse. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If 650 horsepower is good, then uh, it seemed inadequate. It's got to be better. God, you can't bring groceries home in that because all you have is pancakes. Yeah, you can't buy eggs. (laughs) Yeah. uh -uh. Hey, we're having pancakes. I don't know what it used to be, but it's pancakes now. It's pancakes now. So how many cars do you have, Ward? If you're opening a museum, it's got to be quite a few. I think I've got 65 uh, right now. I just picked up a a couple more last week. (laughs) We're we're both sitting here going, (laughs) we didn't know. We didn't know. He looked at me. I looked at him. We're both thinking, 65? That's that's a parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a, what, 50,000, 60,000 square foot uh, former grocery store that's going to be beautiful now. Yeah, great. So what's the the oldest vehicle you got in your, uh, your collection, Ward? Well, I have a 1907 Ford Model R, so that was before they started the assembly line uh, process. For That's the, pre-Model for the T. Model That's and, one of the hand-built uh, it's, ones. It's interesting because it has uh, kerosene headlamps. A lot of the bodies made out of wood, uh, you know, just uh, old school, real how'd, old school. How'd you find that? Uh, it was kind of interesting. I was at an auction in uh, Las Vegas, and they had mislabeled it as a Model T, so um, one of the auction guys that I was standing next to goes, "That's not a, that's not a Model T. That's a Model R." So I looked it up real quick, and and I was like, "I think that is." So I I went ahead and bid on it and got lucky because uh, it's uh, well, Model T. You know, I, I was probably thinking of paying twenty thousand, and uh, the Model R was a as uh, a fifty sixty thousand dollar car. So I got kind of lucky on that one. So yeah, you you've you've got something. 
that's pre-Model T, that's the oldest car, uh, should we assume you've got something really new that's going to be in the museum? Um, well, or I really new personal car? 2020 Tesla Roadster, and so I'm really excited for that. I hope they don't go bankrupt before it shows up. <laughs> uh, oh my God, so I, do uh, we. Uh, we want to go to your museum so bad. You and Elon and a lot of other people. <laughs> what else? Uh, well, I've got a, I got a 2010 Tesla, which was uh, Roadster, which was was their first one, and it's it's pretty cool. And so that, I'm looking forward to the. Wasn't the 10 the one that was? I do have a couple. Uh, I guess current models. Uh, Two 2018 Dodge Demons. Nice. He's got a Demons. pair. He's got a pair. Is one for Mrs. Morgan? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> probably, uh, probably, probably not so much. testing one of them and doing uh, burnouts and launches <laughs> with it. She got out of the, the car to watch. Are, are so, we back so, to the pancake groceries thing? I'm excited thing? about it. Good grief. Wow, so that 2010 Tesla. You there was something you were. Gonna... I, I was I was going to say I'm pretty sure that's the one that was uh, based on the uh, Lotus, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. They, I can't remember how many bodies they they bought from Lotus and then essentially put the electrical motors and batteries in. Those so. things sit really low. I mean, your your rear end is just about on the ground. It is a very low car. It's very uh, cool. It's it's like. Um, you know, driving a slot car or something because you just turn the wheel just a little bit, it, it immediately reacts. It's it's quite a fun car to drive. And you've got all that torque on tap. Uh, what kind of range do you get out of it? Um, I don't know. I don't. I haven't driven it. Haven't, uh, out haven't of gotten town outside yet, of Manhattan. Scared, so uh, it's. Uh, I have no idea. All right, so you've got old stuff, you've got new stuff, you've got electric stuff. What's your favorite stuff? What's the one that that grabs you every single time you look at it? Oh, it's hard to pick. There's a couple that are, well, there's a lot of them that are pretty cool. That's a top three. Do us a top three. The Corvette is, is uh. special because, you know, that. Uh, that's the first year they made the Corvette. They only made 300 of them. There's only, I think, oh, a yeah. couple hundred of them left, and... And so I've got one of those, and it's I, I think it's a beautiful car. Okay, second place? Uh, probably the 1970 uh, Superbird, just the outrageous oh, the big, wing big on way. back. The story is how they use that to lure Richard Petty back into the pointed nose uh, super speedway. Circle with him. It's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah, you should see Mark. He just got all gushy. You brought up Mopars, and he's... <laughs> He's in his happy place. I'm sorry, now. I've got that infection. I know Mopar people are weird, and uh, well, yeah, okay, and story done right there. <laughs> do, I, do I need to say anything? Or? If the shoe fits, put uh, it on the gas pedal. I'm, that's I'm, right. I'm right there. Uh, so, what was the third one? Number three. Oh, uh, it's, it's, there's a whole bunch that fits into that. I really like the Cadillacs, the older Cadillacs, um, the fins and the lines that they had. Uh, who is the designer? Harley Earl. Is that right? What uh, year? What anyway, year? Just, Hit me with a year. Uh, you talking the six, uh, 60s or like fifth, late 50s? I've got a 41. I've got a 52. Um, 58. Oh, uh, okay. Mark's ready to go on a date with you now. <laughs> Warren, I'm going to buy you flowers. I swear to God. That's a. Uh, you know, we were actually talking as I, I'm doing these searches for some uh, bottom feeding boat. And uh, one of the ones that I didn't mention in, in segment one here, 
was uh, uh, Cadillacs. You and I had talked about oh, like yeah. a, a mid '60s up until the very early '70s. Yeah, you uh, you really Cadillac. needed you needed Deville Ragtop. <laughs> you know, doesn't everyone? Doesn't everyone really? <laughs> but I I would love to have one of those big old boats because honestly, and I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I would want one that's not in great condition so that I can uh, I can flat black it and kind of I can uh, murder it out and I, uh, and make it. Um, Make it just look totally just kind of wicked. You're still envisioning that case of whiskey and a screaming trip down to Texas somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I'm also a writer. I'm a horror writer. So I, uh, it would just be part of the whole, the whole thing that I do. Oh yeah. Road trip gone wrong. Uh, Beef jerking and uh, pork rinds and all that garbage. I'd be that dad in the suburbs. It's like, oh, there comes Mark. Oh God. What's so wrong with him? (laughs) Just a big grin on my face. I'm so happy right now. So I totally get the Cadillac love, man. Well, you know what? We're going to have to go to break here in a second. Will you be able to stick with stick with us for a, another segment here, Ward? Sure. We'd like to talk to you about the, more about the museum and what are your plans, when you plan to open it, and, uh, and you know what can we do to help get the word out, et cetera, et cetera. So hang tight. We will be right back with Road Muscle Radio. back with more road muscle radio and we have ward morgan in ward who is uh gonna open up the most awesomest ever car museum because he owns all of it in uh manhattan now brett you're the guy who cahoosed uh ward into coming in on the show and ward thank you for coming on we do appreciate it absolutely and i've got a little bit of insight into the stuff that ward's been collecting because i've been grilling him about it since you know he he took home this beautiful uh, 69 Mach 1 Mustang uh, R-Code 428 Cobra Jet from oh uh, f- from Russo and Steele down in Scottsdale. And uh, I, I'm jealous for that car alone. <laughs> well, and he's got... <laughs> the, the interesting thing about that is the reason I got that car is uh, Brent and I were talking and we were headed out to walk out of the, the auction and, and go look at, a, at another car. And uh, I asked him, hey, what's, you know, he said, oh, that car that's up there now, it's amazing. And I was like, oh, what's it worth? And he told me a number and he didn't know it, but I started bidding on it as we were walking out. Yeah, about to leave. He's like, did you just buy that car? And yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I did. I wasn't really oh paying attention. God. We're walking out of the tent. He throws a bid over his shoulder, takes a Mustang home. You know, I, all I do is buy candy bars right there at the checkout yeah. when I'm heading out of Walmart. Well, and you're walking out of the, this auction and you go, ah, I'll I, buy the Mustang. Yeah, our code Mustang is oh an impulse God. purchase. That's like a so, dream. That's awesome. Uh, it was. It's a really good looking car. It was one of the ones that I reviewed from that auction. And that's how I knew the car. And I'm looking at it and there may have been an adult beverage or two involved. In the, in, <laughs> I think there was a, a few in there. But. And Ward asked uh, if it was a decent price. And I said, yeah, it's a great price. And in my head, I'm thinking, man, I hope I'm right. Man, I hope I'm right. <laughs> and we're walking out of the tent. He throws a bid at the guy right as we walk out. And I turn around and it dawns on me. He's he's bidding on the car. And uh, yeah, like I said, Mustang R-Code for uh, an, as an impulse buy, you know. 
you, you and I are doing uh, lottery tickets and candy bars. Okay, Ward, you got to tell us what's it like driving it. Uh, it's a it's a pretty cool car. I can't remember the the rear and gear ratio, but it's it's set up to uh, it it takes off fast. I can imagine back in the day what it would have been like to be driving that that car around because it's amazing today. You know, even all the high horsepower cars that are modern cars that are coming out, it's it's such an impressive car and and uh, it's. It's uh, it's an amazing car. It really well, is. And it oozes cool. I mean... It, so this thing was still pretty minty, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It hadn't been all jacked up under the hood and all that? No, 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 no. This is still oh. all box stock 428, <laughs> four-speed car, uh, white with a matte black hood. And Brett uh, and I were talking about this the other day, and that's one of the things I love about older cars and, and finding one that's fairly cherry is because you get in... You start it, you know, if it's a three on the tree, you drop it into first, just like the first person who bought it did. And you go out and hit the road. And I love the that feel of this is what it must have been like back when Route 66 was just blowing and going and there weren't the super highways. Oh, yeah. And you had to stop in towns. And this was that proud sitting up straight, got my hat on car. Love those. And Love it's, them. It's a little snippet of history. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's. I'm, I'm rolling in somebody else's shoes, and it feels pretty good, even if they're bowling shoes. And and Ward's got <laughs> Ward's got a ton of these little snippets of history in the museum. Okay, so we've uh, we've had a brief conversation about this before, but now you get to tell everybody <laughs> you've got a brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk, 700 plus horsepower and a sport utility. In, uh, in, a, in a Jeep. In a Jeep. Oh, and my God. <laughs> if you don't know what you're looking at, you're in for a hell of a surprise. Tell us what driving that Jeep's like. Uh, it's So the Jeep, yeah, it's got the, uh, from the factory, they put the Hellcat engine in it, 707 horsepower, four-wheel drive. So the four-wheel drive essentially makes that thing just launch when you take off. The Dodge Demons are cool, fun cars, but to be honest, when you get on them, Unless you're on a prepared surface, they just, there's so much horsepower just, uh, with two tires, it just spins the tires. On that Jeep, uh, when I when I launch it, it just takes off. There's no <laughs> wheel spinning or anything. And so it's, it's, a, it's a Jeep Grand Cherokee. It's a leather interior. It's nice. People ride around in it, and they're like, oh, you know, this is a nice you know SUV. And then I was like, hang on a second. I go, uh, I've got a little spot behind the museum where I can... <laughs> put your head back in the, in the headrest there before yeah, yeah. and it just amazes people because it's this little you know princess kind of a, a jeep practically and then you get on it and, and it's got the hellcat engine and yeah. four wheel drive and that thing just launches hard oh my gosh put Four-wheel your head drive. back in the seat so i don't have to pay for your whiplash collar later <laughs> okay Okay, I, mean, I, uh, I worry a little bit that I'm, yeah, I'm going to injure somebody if they don't have. To that. <laughs> I mean, it, it launches really hard. My uh, redneck youth has got to ask this: uh, Are you able to uh, burn all four? Oh, uh, you know, I haven't. Uh, I usually leave the traction control on because I'd rather uh, oh, yeah, take yeah. off fast. But uh, I might do that sometime. I'll turn off the traction control <laughs> okay, now, and see if I can smoke all four tires. Mark and I are coming for that ride. We want to yeah. see that. <laughs> and I'll be outside first time because I'm going to have my phone camera out. Going, oh, absolutely. Oh, check it out, check it out. I'll be the idiot screaming. Uh, side note, when I was in my youth, that was one of the coolest things I saw and also one of the most dangerous because we were downtown. I grew up in Branson, Missouri. So this is like 
1980 Branson, Missouri. Branson, Vegas for people without teeth. Yeah, bingo. (laughs) And we would shoot the loop downtown before it became a a shopping mall. And uh, one night on Highway 65, there had been a a big old diesel wreck. And there was a lot of, uh, uh, it was a fuel tank, a fuel truck, and a bunch of spilled stuff. And, you know, all the police went out. To six, highway 65. Oh, so everybody's got... Oh, my God. Every three seconds. Every... <laughs> and me and my buddy, uh, Paul, he had a 65 Mustang uh, with a 351 in it. It was the fastback. And um, we, we'd we gone and parked, and we're trying to be cool, and we're standing there, and we're both just complete nerds. But uh, this truck pulls up, a big old 4 by 4 Jimmy, and he locks it, goes out, locks the hubs, and gets in there and just gets on it. All four oh. wheels are scorching. And it was really awesome until his drive shaft broke and went spinning <laughs> in every direction. <laughs> he yes. drove home with front wheel drive only. <laughs> but clink, 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 clink. Oh, yeah. But other than that, it was pretty awesome. So I, I can't wait, Ward. <laughs> All right. So the, the Hellcat will, or the, the uh, Trackhawk will launch. The Hellcat just smokes the tires. What else do you have that's fun and uh, possibly gets you in trouble? Uh, well, I have a Lamborghini Aventador. Oh, my. Uh, bought that uh, from Mario Andretti. It was his personal car. No kidding. And uh, it's a, it, it takes off pretty quick. It's 700 horsepower, all-wheel drive. It's, it's so fun. you have two different vehicles that are all-wheel drive putting out 700 horse. Sounds like I need to match them up, doesn't it? <laughs> Lord, you win. <laughs> uh, no kidding. I, what I found in the Turacock is uh, once you get going very fast, it's, it's got so much wind resistance, that horsepower doesn't do much for you. Uh, but, uh, it does it, have the... I'd be curious, 0 to 60, how those two would do against each other. That Trackhawk does have the uh, aerodynamic qualities of a carrier air conditioner. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not going to be much on the top end. The Aventador, on the other hand, uh, all wedgie and probably close to 200 miles an hour, if not a little bit over. Uh, I haven't taken it to the full top end. I I can't remember. I think it's supposed to go 200 and something, but I can't remember what it is. Pretty fast. I, I'm guessing you don't get to do that without flashing blue lights behind you somewhere. Yeah, way behind you. Oh, look, now they're gone. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, uh, last weekend I was uh, picking up my motorcycle from getting oil changed, and my wife goes, uh, where's the Lamborghini? I said, it's back in the shop. And she goes, are you sure? Is it bright orange? And I'm like, yeah. And she said, I just saw one go by pulling butt on I-70. And she said it was passing all these cars, and I'm like, oh, crap, someone stole it. <laughs> you know, so we you know, raced back to the, the shop, and uh, uh, it was in there, and the engine was cool. And I was like, there's somebody else with a with a burnt orange Lamborghini Aventador uh, in Manhattan. In Junction City, Kansas, you know, racing <laughs> by it. So what are the odds of that? <laughs> no, you. What you just saw was a. Uh, it was a problem in the Matrix, <laughs> right? And, 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 uh-huh. the, and the same color, no less. That burnt orange. That's unbelievable. Uh, that's what I'm mean, like. That, that's got to be mine. I was just, you you got to go buy it from them. We God, can't have that. <laughs> they were driving it like they stole it. <laughs> now tell us about this museum, Roy. This great museum that you're putting together. Uh, what What are we looking at for it? Doors open. Uh, looks like probably uh, mid-November, uh, where the construction crews are working on it uh, pretty hard right now. But by the time 
uh, we get everything fitted out, all the cars set up. It'll, it'll probably be mid-November. And go ahead and tell us the name of the museum, since we haven't mentioned it. It is the Midwest Dream Car Collection. Midwest Dream Car Collection in Manhattan, yeah, Kansas. Yeah, museum's easier to say, but to be honest, uh, museum sounds like it's a bunch of, you know, school oh, stuff. Yeah, you know, a little and, on the dusty uh, side. So yeah. I've... I'm trying to get away from the museum spot in people's heads. You know, if you ever get tired of having a museum, you could turn this into the ultimate Turo rental spot. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you, what I, are you, I don't know. If we'll, I'm kind of debating. We'll probably won't let people uh, drive the cars. We'll probably do something where they can ride in them. I'd like to do something like a, uh, I'm thinking of calling the launch experience where for not a lot of money, maybe five bucks or something, we'll take you out in one of the cars, like the track hawk or the uh, demon or something. I'm grabbing my wallet just, right yeah, now. Yeah, Mark and I just <laughs> looked at each other. We're, we, we've got this jar here full of change, and we're wondering oh, what we can shake out Every of quarter I can get out of the couch is coming your way. <laughs> okay, no more car washes for a little while. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll work a deal for you guys, too, for five dollars. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> we're, we're in. in. <laughs> we're in. Mark, thank you. Thank you for your help. But, Ward, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, we will get back with you right before the museum opens for one more look. It was great talking to you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you, Ward. Yeah, that's Ward Morgan with the Midwest Dream Car Collection coming to Manhattan, Kansas, mid-November. Stick around. There's going to be more Road Muscle Radio coming up. And we're back with Road Muscle Radio. I am Mark Catfish Groves. I got Brad Hatfield here. And, uh, you know, you've got your vehicle. You got it in the garage. You got it in the driveway. Uh, if you're Ward Morgan, you got 80 in the garage and oh, 80 Lord. in the driveway. That was so fun talking to him, by the way. So uh, you, you got to go someplace with this vehicle. You got to do it. So we've got a list, uh, a calendar of stuff that is going on in around town and all about. Why don't you kick us off, Brett? Oh, terrific stuff coming up. We've got... Uh, on the 28th of July, Casey Cars and Coffee at Stonegate Motor Plaza. That's out in uh, Bucyrus, a little south of Stanley. You know, it's not a far drive. It's pretty. And I, I went to that one, and it was cool. Now, they, there are a lot of modern cars there, but just hot. Oh, there's they, they, they got a lot of everything. They've got a lot of uh, modern stuff. They've got exotic stuff. A lot of cool old hot rods, uh, some classic stuff. Of course, my cars always get top well, treatment. Oh yeah, it was it was hilarious, quite honestly, because I don't have my mine yet. I will, but uh, people walking by yours and just stopping and talking, and that's part of the the fun thing about going to all these events uh, is you know sitting and chatting with folks. Oh, uh, and it's a great opportunity to talk with. You know, I never go to one of these things that I don't learn something. You'll get to talk to all different kinds of guys, all different kinds of people that know all different kinds of cars, and it's a great time to uh, uh, you know swap stories back and forth, talk to other people, see what they're interested in. In my case, I always get to learn something new, and that's cool. And uh, love cars and coffee, and that one they do at Stonegate always has a huge turnout, so that's a good event to hit. Uh, the other thing that's coming up, uh, the next day, July 29th, it's a Sunday, 
the great car show at the National World War One Museum. Yeah. Uh, it's a benefit for the Kansas City Automotive Museum and also the World War One Museum. Uh, 6 to 9 a.m. check-in. The show runs from 9 to 3. They're going to have judging, youth judging, demonstrations, activities, uh, stuff for the kids, face painting and balloon tricks. And it uh, looks like food trucks and music and all kinds of great stuff there. Um, Mark, you got some... Cruises or there's a, uh, well, there's a couple here uh, down in Lewisburg, Kansas. Now I, I love Lewisburg. I love little towns, and uh, they've got coming up on the 28th. That's the Saturday, uh, July 28th. The uh, Wildcat Car Show for Ooh, the, cool uh, down in uh, right in the middle of Lewisburg. Entry fee is 20 bucks. Uh, starts 11 a.m. Now the proceeds go to help the LHS wrestling team. Booyah! My son was in wrestling for two years. Anytime and, you know. Uh, I don't mind paying entry fees for car shows as long as they go to some kind of decent charity. I was, and uh, twenty bucks isn't much. Huh? Yeah, that, that's nothing, and you get to spend a good day. And also, there's you know the apple cider. August eleventh in Leavenworth is the Leavenworth Cruisers' thirty second annual Ooh. car show. Thirty two years these guys have been doing this. Well, that ought to be a good show. That ought to. Be- oh yeah, registration eight a.m. to eleven a.m. Judging eleven to one. Top 50 plus 15 special handmade trophy awards for non-members. Oh, non-members. so if, you, if you've got something pretty decent, there's a chance you take a you take a trophy home or some kind of recognition. That sounds cool. And dash plaques for the first 250 registered. There's going to be a lot of cars here. Get down there early. You can take a plaque. And then there's uh, there's one more, and it's later in August. Oh, actually, I'm going to mention another one, too, that I just love. That's uh, on Labor Day weekend. But uh, Kansas City Car Action that's uh, Kansas City Car Action Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing an end-of-summer show on August 25th. You might want to plan for this. Ooh. It's going to be a Blip Roasters down in the West Bottoms. Uh, so think of all the opportunities. Didn't you? Weren't you? Was it the West Bottoms where you yeah. were at when you did the photo shoot with yeah. your uh, We with were your just 61? there uh, Sunday morning earlier than I would like to be up. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if you want to get these locations without any traffic in them, you got to yeah. get up early. Yeah. And uh, uh, hats off to a gentleman by the name of Ped Watt. is uh, a motorsports photographer. Went down there, and he made that car look better than even I could. And, man, what a great job he did. That, I, it's I, fantastic. Some of the pictures you put up on Facebook, and they're just amazing. Oh, yeah. They came, they came out great. And uh, boy, he's got a hell of an eye. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> Uh, and the, the other one that I just want to give a hint at, I'm hoping to get somebody from the organization, uh, Los Punk Rods, to, uh, to come on with us. Ooh. We'll see. Because I'm such a horrible nerd, I might not be cool enough for the guys to come on. Uh, but they put on a show called Greaserama. And, yes, yes, know, Greaserama. And being, a, being a little bit of a bottom feeder, and I am, I I don't know what it is. I'll be on Facebook, or not on Facebook, on YouTube for like two hours looking up videos of like the first starts people pull something out of a barn and get it started i'm always amazed at the uh, the mechanics and, and and their abilities to take something that is dead ded dead dead sled and make it live again oh the, the zombie rods and the oh rat my rods god and, and greaserama you've got all the way between uh some beautiful classic cars that people uh drive in and they've redone them they're gorgeous all the way to something that you're like, sweet Jesus, how did you get a license? How did you get somebody to put a license on I'm that? hoping that Impala's not too shiny and they let us in. Oh, the, your Impala's, actually, they're really, they look at like 60, uh, 63 and a half to 64 and earlier. 
Ah. And and they don't, you know, if you put the big shiny wheels on it and you got, you know, the slim profile tires, none of that. No bullet stuff. They are hardcore into the kind of uh, uh, rockabilly mentality. And one of the coolest things is watching some dude, you know, with enough metal in his face to build a Fiat. <laughs> and he's talking to some fella that's got enough wrinkles for three Sharpe dogs. And you, if you flattened him out, he'd cover half the parking lot. And these two cats are totally connecting. They love it because they're standing in front of a car with a hood up. Well, and that, that's what's great about uh, being involved in the car culture. Uh, yeah. Outside of that, you could be the most different people in the world, but we've got a common thread. We've got something that connects connects us all. And that's what makes it easy for you and I to get along. It doesn't matter that your car taste is the most horrific thing <laughs> And you're ever. such a snob. Okay, I'll, bu- I'll take that. I'll take that. And yeah, my car tastes are rather pedestrian. Uh, you know, some of the stuff you show me looks like an escape from the home for the visually offensive. You know, the ugly need love, too. <laughs> Thank well, God you, my wife figured you, that out. You and I are living proof of that. But uh, so all this stuff's coming, and we'll talk about Greaserama some more. Right now, I think we need to hit up our our biggest. Uh, well, know, speaking of ugly, yes, yeah, our disasters that we have had. So we're going to talk about what we've done bad to cars. Oh boy, uh, do you want to kick this off, or do you want to hear? You know what? I'll hit mine fast and furious. I I my first car was a '55 Plymouth. I found a '56 Plymouth for three hundred bucks, right? And I went and I looked at. it. I think it was in McCluth. And uh, the thing, uh, the, the body was in great shape. Seriously, great. Really? The, head, the headlights weren't all rusted out like all the Plymouths are. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Body in great shape. I, w- I was really not right about the floorboards, though. And, and the Did you get it home and, and get a surprise? Oh, my God. That thing. What, the $300 price didn't, 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 didn't ring any yeah. bells or anything? And so I, I went to, a, <laughs> oh, God, that, that cheap place that sells you tools. And I bought, oh, I, Harbor Freight. Yes. And I bought a, <laughs> I bought a welder. And I'm going to end this story right here well, with two you, things. Do One, you know how to weld? I know how to burn a hole in anything. <laughs> Brent, I can burn anything. I can't weld for crap. I did. I, I I was all up on myself. I got it's, a college degree. I know. Yeah, it's one of those where you look at it. How tough can it be? Yeah, I, w- I watched a YouTube video. I got this. <laughs> no, I don't. And and I ended up selling it all. I, I chopped it up, sold the parts. I sold damn near everything off of that vehicle, and uh, and made my money back. Made my money back on the tools I bought. Oh, the whole nine think, yards. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was my. What's yours? Okay, well, uh, this has got to come from the cheap car category for both of us. I bought a four hundred dollars seventy six Jeep <laughs> CJ five. Oh, sexy! Oh uh, yeah. Well, I was twenty years old. I was dumb. Uh, Jeeps are really cool, no matter how old you are. Thought I had to have one, and sure. it got to me. It was one of these friend of a friend of a friend, and his uncle's monkey's daughter had one, and. <laughs> Uh, I got somebody to give me a ride out to Manhattan, this poor girl I was dating, and uh, bought this thing for 400 bucks and got there and found out what it was. And the, the rear shock mounts were broken off, and it was riding on the Leafs, and it, oh. uh, it had a hole in the radiator. And, you know, again, how tough can it be? I can fix this. So I threw a bunch of oatmeal in the radiator and started driving home with uh, three or four <laughs> gallons of water and, and antifreeze jugs in the back. And I, I'm riding along, bouncing on those rear springs, and the dash lights don't work, and it's getting dark, and I'm trying to watch the temperature gauge. So every now and then I'm holding a lighter up in front of it to see where the needle is. And Oh, man, it just it looked like a Three Stooges routine all night long trying to get that thing home. And I'm supposed to leave for Louisiana the next day. 
and I made it to Lawrence and had to park it in the parking lot of a, of a business my dad owned with a note on the windshield says, uh, please take care of my orphan child until I get back home. <laughs> don't tow it, Dad. Don't yeah, tow it. Yeah, don't tow it. The old man was a little hot with me. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Three, four hundred bucks, that'll teach you a lesson. Well, you know? I, apparently I didn't learn as quickly as you did. Well, I, that's just because uh, uh, I was 30. I was in my 30s by the time I, no I did that. Might, well, have, might have been my 40s, but I'm not willing to admit it. <laughs> I got it home, got it running, drove it for the summer, and then it caught fire on me. <laughs> Game over, man. Burn it to the ground. Oh, sweet. I well, got to stand there drinking a Gatorade, watching my Jeep go up. <laughs> Wish I had some marshmallows. Thanks for joining us on Road Muscle Radio. Be sure to check us out on Facebook. Uh, there's Road Muscle Radio on Twitter. We're going to have, a, uh, I, as God is my witness, we're going to have a website soon. And uh, and thank you for listening, all right? And no more $300 cars. No more $300 cars. We'll Bye-bye. see you next time on Road Muscle Radio. Bye.